0: Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Have you ever got so angry at work that you lost it and then regretted it? Have you ever been so super excited and then realized maybe you should tone it down a little bit? So which emotions are okay to express at work and when and how? If you are like most women leaders, you struggle a little bit with composure and you wish that sometimes you could just shut your emotions off, leave them at the door, push them down and forget about them and deal with stuff without worrying about your emotions hijacking you. Today, I am going to give you one question to ask yourself and two strategies to help you figure out which emotions are okay and how to express your emotions at work. Because let's think about this for a moment. It's certainly okay to be friendly with your staff, but not too much. And we need you to be caring and compassionate, but not sappy. And you certainly need to be patient, but not a pushover. And yes, we want you to be cheerful and sunny, but only to a point. And it's okay to be frustrated and annoyed. But again, we don't want to see that face that shows up sometimes. And we don't want you to uh, offend people. So how do you know which emotions to express and which you can't? Let's start with the emotions first. There are eight basic emotions. And we often kind of stay at that level. There's angry, happy, fear, sad, and then a Few more that are kind of the basic ones anticipation, surprise, disgust, and then acceptance. But many of us stay at the level of anger or happy or fear or sad. So when you think about anger, that's a basic overarching emotion. But underneath that, there are many levels of anger. And we sometimes forget to focus on what's called emotional granularity. Am I frustrated? Or am I bitter? Or am I mad? Or am I hostile? And it's okay to be annoyed with somebody, but angry? That's a whole different range of emotion. And so we need to know which it is that I'm at. If I'm happy, am I peaceful? Am I mellow? Am I joyful? If I'm fearful, am I scared, am I anxious, am I panicked, am I nervous? If I'm sad, am I lonely, am I ashamed, am I depressed, am I feeling guilty? There's these whole bunch of emotions. And many of us stop at I'm angry or I'm happy and we don't get to that underlying level. And that's often why we struggle with figuring out which emotions are safe and how can I express my emotions. So here's a couple things you need to think about. A, we cannot shut emotions off ever until you die. You will always have emotions in you. And so that mindset that I just need to shut my emotions off is actually not going to be very helpful to you. When you try to shut your emotions off, when you try to push them down, when you try to leave them at the door before you go into a difficult conversation or a tough meeting, they are still there And by not managing them and being aware of them, they're actually going to sneak up behind you and hijack you. And you've had that happen a million times. You're in control, you're in control, you're in control, all of a sudden, bam, somebody pushes your buttons and your voice is raised and the sarcasm is there, or there's these uh, edgy comments that you're digging at people, or you're in tears, and where did that come from? I thought I had things under control. And it's because you've tried to shut your emotions off. That doesn't work. So, the question you need to ask yourself is Am I in control of my emotions or are my emotions in control of me? Because you're going to experience emotions all the time. The question is, How are you expressing those emotions? So, it's I am angry or I'm mad or I'm irritated. And if you don't recognize that, In that meeting, the more they push you and push you and push you and push you, the angrier and angrier and angrier you get. And from being annoyed and frustrated to angry to hostile, you can jump those levels really fast if you're not careful. So it's important for you to first ask yourself, am I in control of the emotions or the emotions in control of me? Because that's going to help you recognize uh, it's okay to express anger at work but how am I expressing that anger is the key, right? You can experience a feeling, but it's the expression of that feeling that is key. So the thing you need to ask yourself is, am I in control of the emotion or is the emotion in control of me? The second step then is to do these two things, name the emotion to tame the emotion. So it's recognizing that I am feeling anxious right now, I'm feeling uh, worried. There's lots going on on my plate. I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I am feeling like I'm, you know, panicked because the due date is tomorrow and we're not done and people aren't giving me their stuff. It, It goes from feeling annoyed and irritated, a bit overwhelmed to a lot overwhelmed to that feeling of panicked. And when you're annoyed that people aren't getting this stuff to you, You might kind of push it down and say, well, you know, I guess they're busy and uh, it's just frustrating and maybe I'll have to go get it myself. And then when you start to feel overwhelmed, you you change from that annoyed to, oh my God, this is never going to work. And these voices in your head start to suck you down and pull you into that place of this is never going to happen and I don't know what I'm doing. And then you stay later because you're trying to get stuff done and you're just a jumbled mess. But then the day before the report is due and you still don't have all the stuff you need and the clock is ticking, that's when you start to feel panicked. And that's when you lose it on somebody, you snap at somebody, you are, um, again, you're not just experiencing the emotion, but you're expressing the emotion inappropriately for a leader. It's not wrong to have the emotion. It's not wrong to express the emotion. It's how you express the emotion that's key. This is all about emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is the ability to both recognize your emotions and manage your emotions quickly and accurately. So when you think about recognize and manage your emotions, it's first being aware that I have emotions, how do they show up? What does annoyed feel like in my body versus anger. I have to know when that tension means that I'm feeling overwhelmed versus angry. I have to know that the tightness in my chest is a sign that uh, someone is questioning my integrity and I'm, I'm sort of feeling ashamed or I'm feeling attacked versus the tightness in your chest is anger. In the training library, I have a whole course on emotional control via emotional literacy. And it's all about understanding how your emotions work. But then the literacy part is finding the right word to describe what you're feeling. I was talking to a client yesterday and I was hearing this sort of she'd been trying and trying and trying there was a toxic work environment she had been working to change things for months and she'd got you know some ground and then she felt like it was one step forward and two steps back she was like i don't know if i want to do this anymore this is too much work and i said i feel like there's a level of apathy there like i just don't care she said no actually it's resentment i resent the staff for how they're treating me and what they're doing to our team and for her to be able to understand that no it's not apathy it's resentment the the shift to be able to go from i don't care i give up to no i resent resent is more in that angry place that's powerful for her to recognize i resent my staff And to be able to then take apart that thought, those feelings, and then evaluate, is this how I want to lead? If I come into office, into the office every day feeling resentful, certainly that's going to show in how I interact with my team. And so that awareness for her is powerful. So recognizing is being aware of what the emotion are and then managing it is, is like, being able to sort of, if you have a knob, you know, the volume on a button, and this is where we get this emotional granularity, from being annoyed and irritated to resentful to angry to bitter, it's like turning the volume up. And so she has to kind of figure out, okay, I recognize that I'm feeling resentful, but I don't want to be there. But I also need to communicate that in some way to the staff, or understand how to manage that emotion when, and for her, what was happening was, you know, they were You know, skilled people had the ability to do the work and they were nitpicking and they were uh, negative all the time. And so if she's feeling resentful, it's how do I communicate to them that, you know, I come in every day and I bring this level of energy and I come here and I'm like, oh, there's I walk in the office and it's draining. What can we do as a team to change the energy that we're having so that we're impacting others more positively. Because if we're all coming into the office and we're all feeling an energy drain and suck every time we come in here, that's not going to be helpful for our clients. What's the shift we as a team need to make to start feeling more energetic, excited, supportive of each other, rather than annoyed, irritated, and resentful? And that shift for her is the powerful shift. So that's how you start to manage your emotions is first by naming it, and then starting to take part all of the thoughts and the feelings. In my book, Mastering Confidence, I really give you that tool, the inner guidance cycle, where you start to pause, what's, you know, take a step, then ponder what's the emotion I'm feeling, what's the body sensation, what's the thought I have, and then you get to pivot and go, okay, I don't want to feel resentful, what do I want to feel with my team? Curious, maybe, might be an emotion that you're trying to feel, and that's the key with emotions. You cannot shut them off But you can choose emotions, you can create emotions. So rather than feeling resentful, which you're looking for every time they do something that annoys you, irritates you, and makes you resent them, you can start to look for opportunities to find joy, excitement, create joy, excitement, get curious about what they like about their job, get curious about how you can impact people you can, rather than head into the office every day with this inner mantra, oh my God, these guys resent me. I hate being here. I'm kind of tired of this. This sucks. I don't know if I want to do this and start looking for other jobs. What you can do is head into the office with your favorite playlist going and start to feel your energy increase. And that's going to shift. That creates the emotion that you want. That creates the feeling you want. But you have to first recognize it before you can manage it. So name it to tame it is kind of the emotional intelligence mantra. So I hope you've realized by now that it's not a question of which emotions are okay to express at work. It's how do I express my emotions and am I in control of my emotions? So remember, that's the question to ask. Am I in control of my emotions or are my emotions in control of me? And then name the emotion. And again, come back to getting really clear on that emotional granularity. What exactly, it's not just anger, but what kind of that irritation, annoyed, frustrated, mad, am I bitter, am I critical, am I feeling hostile, what am I feeling? Or if there's a level of fear, is it really that I'm nervous about my skills and abilities? Or am I feeling helpless, like I don't have anyone to support me? Or am I anxious about this, because I'm not sure we're going to get through it in the timeline? What is it? Name it, And again, inside of the training library, I have a whole course that helps you do that. But name it and then tame it. And tame it is really coming back to what I said there a minute ago about the inner guidance cycle. Name what's going on. Look at, is this going to help me move to where I want to go? And if not, start to shift it. When you start to get control of those emotions by naming it to tame it, and then you're the one who's in control of those emotions rather than getting hijacked by them, that's when you're going to become that composed leader. That's when your staff are going to look at you and go, wow, she can handle stuff under pressure. Wow, she's really good at sort of taking those hits and keep, you know, maintaining that meeting flowing. You know, if you've ever been thrown under the bus at a meeting, you know that you can shut down really fast, you can feel humiliated, or uh, you can turn around and bite, make a biting comment back at somebody. Or When you learn to recognize your emotions, name it and tame it, you can come back and say something that's actually going to put you back in control and back to the level of feeling confident. So you might say, I'm feeling really backed into a corner right now, and I recognize that I don't like this feeling and it's probably not helpful for us as a team, but I also have some information that I need to get and come back to you. So I'm just going to pause this part of the conversation because I don't think it's going the direction any of us want it to go. And we're going to come back to it and then identify how you're going to communicate back to them. But it's recognizing, I'm feeling thrown under the bus here. I'm feeling attacked and I don't like this feeling and it's not helping our team. Recognizing that in the moment. This is the work that we have to do as leaders is to do this, this ongoing work so that we can do this in the moment so that you can come back with that confident statement that puts you back in control. You still feel thrown under the bus. You still feel attacked in that moment but you're in control of that emotion rather than allowing it to turn you into the type of person you don't want to be or to shut down. You get to control that emotion. Name it to tame it. Am I in control of the emotion or is the emotion in control of me? When you learn to control your emotions by naming them and taming them, that's, my dear, when you're going to get out of survival mode and move to thriving in both your leadership and your life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the Training Library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the Training Library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome.